This is Big Girl Pants Podcast, episode 19. Hi! Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power, and wealth. Hosted by April Melton and Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life. We as women know what it feels like to try to be super mom, super fit, wrinkle-free, all the while climbing the corporate ladder. Sound Sound familiar? Then this show is for you. So stay tuned. Okay, so we're live, episode 19. Oh, yeah, 19, because we got to go backwards, because Kelly was 20. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how we did that. Well, we said that a couple times, like, during the episode, so I was like, well, we can't do It's because we that. were going to record two on that weekend. Oh, that's right. And we had recorded her, and so it was episode 20, and then we were going to place one this one between, like, this was supposed to be episode 19 last week. Exactly. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. So we just went ahead because we said episode 20 so many times. That we were like, uh, like we have no choice. So we're going to skip 19 and release so 20. confused. So we just decided to keep it. But yeah. so now it's 19. Mm-hmm. So if you're confused, we apologize. Yeah, it's okay. You'll be fine. It's kind of how we roll. It's okay. <laughs> we sort of like to confuse people. So we got some pretty good traffic on uh, Kelly Raspberry's episode. Pretty we cool, did. Huh? And I don't know if she's ever going to listen to this, but if she does, thank you so much for coming on. Seriously. That was, well, one, you know what I loved about her? What? She's so real. Dude, that's exactly, literally, Just that's exactly what person. I said. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, how was it? And I was like, honestly, it was normal. normal. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like... Any other person that we've had on, exactly. it was the dialogue was very easy. It, it was flowed. very organic. It was yeah. not forced. It, no. I didn't feel like, I did not feel like I was sitting across from a celebrity, yeah. which was so nice because to be honest, she is a local celebrity. No, she totally is. Yeah. And I still. Like, do you know how many, how many comments did you get about that episode? Like, was anybody like, oh my gosh, I had Kelly yeah. Raspberry on? Yeah. yeah. People yeah. were really, really surprised exactly. and surprised that she even agreed to come on the show. Yeah. So I thought that was the biggest thing is that she even said yes. Well, that was my number one question was like, oh my gosh, how did you get her? And right. Like, We're like, we, we, yeah, I'm like, we, we just <laughs> asked. And I don't think we've had anyone turn us down so far. So that's been super cool. I know. People have been really receptive. Lucky. There's a couple of people that I want that um, I'm really hoping that I can get to some pretty innovative and powerful women. No, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Same thing. Same. The one, there was one girl I sent you her profile last week. Um, I'm not going to say the name just because we don't have her solidified yet. Yeah. Um, but what a cool, that, that's one who hasn't responded to me. Um, she's the one that I has the, that the public speaking yeah. like yeah. group or whatever, yeah. like company that she launched and that's sort of her business. Right. She hasn't responded. Usually they respond right back. Typically, but so, I've had a couple. I've had probably, oh, I don't even know how many. I've had... I mean, I've probably reached out to total, mm-hmm. maybe like 10 or 12 women, and I've had like probably six that didn't respond. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. It's totally fine. Like, first of all, they don't know us from At all. Adam. No. <laughs> and like, you know, a lot of people, again, don't even know what a podcast is. So... Is that That is so funny. I'm excited. Everybody who's listening, this is so cool. We are going to... Uh, um, January 1, our episodes will also be streamed oh to... God. YouTube. And are we gonna, are we streaming live or we're we recording those and then putting them up? So we have options, right? Okay. We will definitely record the and then just YouTube. put them up. We can do live. We can do that. So uh, Joe Rogan does live. So yeah. when you watch him on YouTube, it actually it's actually more of a delay to listen to his podcast on the oh. podcast app. Okay, but he does the YouTube live. So we could definitely do that. Just I mean, that'd know be kind of that, funny. I think it would be awesome. <laughs> 
Plus, it's easier that way because be you can fun. just automatically do that. Yeah. So that's exciting. So this episode, we're calling Life Update. We don't have like a hard topic. We don't have we um, a guest. But, you know, so much has happened since we first decided to do this. Oh, my gosh. What a good point. You know? Yeah. I mean, we sat down. Well, first of all, we started talking about it in March, which, you know, people have heard us say. And then I think we recorded it. Was it March? Our- I'm pretty sure we talked about December of last year. November, December, January, yeah. February. And then um, <laughs> we recorded the first one. I don't think we actually posted it until August, but we recorded it July 4th. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think our jobs are any different. I think we're still working for the same places. We're still doing the same things. Yeah. But um, but just the podcast has expanded. Like the number of people who are listening. Yeah. Um, we actually have a decent number of subscribers. Um, the the number of people who are tuning in to listen um, is increasing episode over episode, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. So that's that's all new and awesome. And then of course. Putting everything up on YouTube, I think, is going to be really cool. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Me too. There's a lot of people that have come to me and said, you know, are you like, are you on YouTube? Or they think our car conversations are our podcast. I've heard that so many times, and I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, I know, what? but like, they don't know. And they just, don't know any better or different or whatever. If anybody's wondering why, we, which I don't know if you are at all, you're like, car conversations. What the heck is that? But if anybody is wondering um, what happened to those, I kind of put a kibosh on that just for a little while um, because I'm going to start doing some promotional videos and things for the company that I work for. Yeah, and so I'm going to start writing some um, articles and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. not write articles, but I can make videos for, yeah. for content. Exactly. And so I don't want my fat head like in multiple different places. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, oh, well, we're going to put this on YouTube. Like we're going to put big girl pants on YouTube. And then if we have car conversations and then I do these promotional videos for work, I'm like, that's, that's a lot of my face. So I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I need to reel it in a little bit. Be like, I mean, I know I'm pretty, but like, I don't want like no. that much stuff going Definitely on. not thinking that. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I don't want to see, oh my gosh. So I took a picture yesterday. Here we are diverting because I have serious ADD. This is how we do it. Took a picture yesterday, put it with my daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Central does it like nobody does. This <laughs> is how we do it. <laughs> So I took a picture yesterday on my way to my daughter's Selfie in the car with Kylie, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it did it again. The winter is coming. Oh, I God. looked like a, a white. Walker. Yes, it's so creepy when my eyes look. It's not Dude, pretty. They're so light, but you, they're so beautiful. But you don't look. In, but in those pictures, it doesn't look beautiful. It looks, it looks creepy. Scary. Yes. Like it has those really bad white contacts on or something. Yeah, it's not cute. That happened to me. I don't know why I went there. It's okay. Anywho. It's all good. Whatever. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about? I was thinking we were doing the life updates, and now I'm like, okay, well, there's my updates. <laughs> like, well, that, well, I mean, first of all, that was very fast, so that's that can't be your life update. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, but we were kind of talking about uh, one of my jokes for stand-up comedy, and oh. I kind of went to talk about that like being like <laughs> okay so it's that time of year right, right. I'm not going to tell my joke on the podcast but um, it's that time of year where you know families and everybody were all posting like uh, family photos right right oh, so boy. So we're on, you know we're posting our pictures on Facebook oh my gosh look at us we're so cute but doesn't that like <sighs> not that people didn't do family photos before Facebook but I feel like they've become much more common since Facebook. Well, but I'll tell you the two funniest stories that I will share in this 
conversation, yeah. but yeah. two of the funniest stories that I've got were pre pre Facebook. Right. And how often did you do, did you do them every year? Every year. Okay. Without fail. I just think it's least so funny to me. Favorite part of my family's life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like they hate hated me. it they hated me and they hated that but do you time. feel like that's true do you feel like people oh. take pictures for facebook like oh yeah 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 like no, no, engagement no. photos sure everything i feel like people did do that before but i feel like it's way more prominent now with social media i don't know that the actual photos are more prominent i think it's all the selfies leading up to all of that like there's there it's just more it's in your face it's all the time right so yeah. it's not just the the picture, it's like, we're on our way. Like me yesterday, yeah. we're on our way to the baby, baby shower, shower selfie. Yeah. Like it's that kind of stuff leading yeah. up to all of it and yeah. then it. Yeah. So I think people are just trying to I think it's another form share of share their lives. Yeah, I think it's another form of keeping up with the Joneses. Like they're doing family photos. Oh my God, so we have to do family photos. Oh my God, they did a gender reveal, so we have to do a gender reveal. Maybe. Oh, we didn't. They did this. We got to do this. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be something. like For sure. That's always going to be out there, right? Absolutely. People comparing their lives. And like, you know, oh, so-and-so had this for their kid's birthday party, so now we have to compete oh, with that. So for sure. No, that is true. But I, our family photos for me was never about... No, it was about family photos. It was literally about the picture that's going to go on our card has to be perfect, <laughs> period. And it wasn't even because the neighbor's card is going to be X and I want to beat that. It had nothing to no, do with it that. it everything to do with you. It had everything to do with me and our family <laughs> and... Like, I just want our picture cute because I want something frameable and I want to have this memory like captured, even though it sucks because I'm a raging lunatic in this day, but somehow I want these memories captured and remembered (laughs) forever. So no, I don't know. For me, it was more about just getting the perfect picture to frame for my house and like for the card and all of that. But I was awful. I didn't grow up that way. Like we didn't have, we didn't do that like we didn't do family photos if we did a family photo we like went to a place and oh. took a picture yeah wait i didn't i was never exposed to those types of situations well here's a funny one so in 2002 um we're living in mesquite at the time and it's brad and the girls let's see taylor would have been around seven kylie would have been around five maybe a little bit older but somewhere in there and we had a saint bernard full-grown saint bernard um dog so I am in my normal crazy train, like this is going to be a perfect day, this is going to be a perfect picture mode while I'm brushing my daughter's hair and, you know, smacking them on the head with the brush because they're crying kind of day. (laughs) So, I mean, it was awful. It was just awful. But I didn't want anybody to know that. I wanted it to look perfect. So my my dog is running around this 200-pound St. Bernard. I've got my tripod set up. You had a St. Bernard? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He lived okay. in our house and slept in our bed. So I had, um, Brad had bought me this camera. So it was in real estate for a little while. No, wait, this was 2000. Well, it's not relevant. Let's just stick with the story. Anyway, I had a tripod and a camera and a Squirrel. little, I know, right? And a, and a little um, remote control so we could like pose and I could take the picture. So you took your own picture though? Always. Okay. Always. Okay. So that makes more sense than like paying a photographer. No, no, I never paid anybody. I always right. did it myself. But this partic- doesn't mean it wasn't crazy train awful day. Agreed. Because I still wanted everybody to look perfect. I still everybody wanted to match. I didn't want anybody dirty. Don't eat anything. Don't touch anything. Like it was awful. <laughs> so I have the tripod all up and, you know, I'm getting everybody all situated and telling everybody how to 
you know, move their chin and up and down. Like, I think I'm some kind of professional photographer. For sure. In the meantime, I'm ruining everyone's Shapiro, day. Shapiro the artist. Right. But I'm not. And I'm like ruining everyone's day. Everyone's just super miserable. The dog, is. we want him in the photo. He's a pretty dog. Like we wanted him to be a part of this. We couldn't keep his ass still. He's like running in the kitchen after something. And we're like, what the hell is going on? So he, and he, he, we get him back and then he darts off again. Well, we find out he's got a damn rat in his mouth. Oh my God. So now this like, this situation turns into a circus as we're trying to like, you know, wrestle a rat out of the dog's mouth. Gross. Seriously, like it, it was because we had our house that we had built. There was a big vacant lot in the back. Yeah, and they had, so it was just wildlife, like all well, back there. They had um, there was some like things back there, but there was builders coming. They were going to build more more houses, and when they came through and cleared that land, like we got rodents and stuff that was coming into our backyard. Apparently, he got one. Yeah. On Christmas picture day. Yeah. So we're wrestling him around. Everyone's getting disheveled because, you know, this is chaos. And the tripod tips over. I thought my camera broke. I'm in tears because now my family's all a mess. I mean, and then, but here's the funny part. You go back and look at the picture and it looks like it was the most perfect day ever. I mean, I can't wait to see this picture. Anymore. I don't even know I'm how so I brought it. everybody like back to center, like got the rat out of You're the dog's like, mouth. For one second. I just need you to for smile. For one second. Yo. <laughs> I just, like while I click the remote. It was Just crazy. fucking smile. <laughs> this other year, I thought it would be so great to, I can't believe I've done it. I can't believe I'm sharing it and I can't believe I ever had the idea. But I thought, wouldn't it be cute if we all got in the bed in Christmas jammies mm. and we had the book, which is downstairs on my my night yeah. or my coffee table, the what is it, the night before Christmas, and a real pretty night before Christmas book, and we all had elf hats, and I thought, wouldn't it be and we had Christmas sheets and the whole thing. Isn't that so cute. I thought so. Well, nobody, every, nobody no, agreed. apparently the the consensus was it was incredibly creepy. <laughs> Like from like from other people or from yes. your family? Everybody. Everybody. But what's funny is... I would have loved that. I was yelling at the kids because they wouldn't cooperate. And by the time... Because you know yelling at them is going to get them to right? want to cooperate. Why is it that parents don't realize that? Because we get so frustrated and flustered because we know, have right? these ridiculous expectations of these small children. Totally ridiculous. So long story short is this is another moment where the kids are literally crying in the bed. Oh my crying. <laughs> And Brad is frustrated because he's like, why is this my hell? What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> and I'm yelling at everybody, like, we're going to get this picture. This is going to happen. Everybody smile. And what is so funny is when you look at the picture. So happy. It's amazing. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So true. Everybody smiles. But the in last the, time. But it's not a happy moment. It was a horrible moment. The last time we did a uh, family. Okay. So <laughs> let me just give you a little bit of backstory. Okay. So for me, family photos have actually signified the end or the demise of the relationship that I'm in, regardless mm. of which one. I'm that person who. Oh, oh yeah. I I'm, remember your pictures from last year. Yep, I'm that person who's cursed. So mm-hmm. like, I would be the one who like, you know, the family's like, okay, well, you can't ask your boyfriend to be in the picture because uh, you guys are gonna break up, and like, <laughs> we're gonna have, the whole picture is gonna be ruined. Okay, thanks. Um, so the first time we had uh family photos with you know well, I was married to Chloe's dad yeah so Chloe me Brian his parents his brother his brother's fiance my dad my stepmom her kids like 
the whole Everybody. fucking kit and caboodle, right? So we're there, and, and everything is going off, like, pretty good. Like, his parents rode with us. I think they were maybe in town from out of town, like, visiting for Thanksgiving or something, which was cool. Um, but we did that, so then, like, everybody's there, whatever, we're coordinating. I did my makeup. I felt really good about it, all this stuff, right? And then um, it, com- <laughs> it comes time for... Brian and I to take like individual photos Mm -hmm. and we both looked at each other like, Oh shit. Like we have to kiss. Like we have to be close to each other. Yeah. We have to pretend like we're happy Mm -hmm. and we're like, Oh, this is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Literally both of us, we both like, and I've talked to him about this now because we're like, we're like homies. Like we don't agree on everything ever, but like, um, we're, we don't agree on ever on everything ever, ever. <laughs> but like he's so like we're friendly enough that we can have these conversations. And like one time I told him, I was like, so did you feel that energy too? Or was that just me? He's like, oh man, I totally felt it too. I was like, yes, because literally we we're sitting, the photographer has us like, uh, we're in the field where like all of these like autumn leaves are falling is beautiful. Like yeah. the photos are amazing. Right. But you know, whatever. And I was a lot fatter back then. So I was like miserable and I'm sitting like he's sitting on the ground and he was a lot heavier than two. So he was probably sad too. I'm sitting on the ground and he, I'm sitting like in his legs, like yeah. he's sitting on the ground, his legs are open. I'm in his legs and we kind of look at each other and then she's like, okay, you guys kiss. And <laughs> you're like, please don't make us. You could, you could cut the tension like for real with a knife. And it was like, awkward. <laughs> but like my, my dad and stepmom, they were so like, they were just all over each other in love, like holding each other's faces when they're kissing. And, and then my in-laws were like the same thing. Like you could tell that they had been in love and in, you know, whatever. Right. I think my father-in-law probably blushed a little bit. Cause I don't think he's ever like kissed Lynn on camera, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, it was awful. And then that was the last, that was, uh, Thanksgiving of 2015 and oh, we wow. got divorced. Uh, we separated in January of 2016. And then last year, Brad last year. So, <laughs> And this, I don't think it necessarily was like a signifier or a sign, but like my dad didn't really like Brad. I think Mm. my dad didn't really like Brad because of like my divorce. Like I moved on really fast and he probably thought, oh my God, just like your mom. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dad. But um, he didn't really like him. So then we take family photos again. I'm like, here we go. Here's my instant family. Let's try again. (laughs) One Pictures, more time. Pictures will make it real. Third time's a charm, guys. <laughs> Third time's a charm. So this... Oh, wait. No. Didn't have anybody take family photos <laughs> this year. But yeah, so last year we take pictures again, which holiday pictures and whatever. Yeah. And yeah, we broke up. Mm-hmm. We broke up on Mother's Day. So like, you know, the next year. That's funny. It's but funny. I don't know. Like We were talking about like... But the Facebook but those and social media and like how it makes you seem like the perfect family. And honestly, if you look at those pictures that you took last December, say. we were happy. Yeah, it looks we like a happy, happy little family. And like there are a couple of pictures in there that literally could have passed as like engagement photos because yeah. but because we were we were in love with each other. He was just, you know, not not the person for me. Yeah, right. right. Makes sense. But I was very much in love with him. I was very happy. But I'm just like, man, family photos just cursing my love life. <laughs> so next time I'm going to have to wait until I'm like married for like 10 years or some shit to take family photos. No. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just that. being facetious. But yeah, it was just like, 
I do think there's some truth to that, though, of social media, like, painting an, an unrealistic picture of, like, what, like happiness. That's, and That's what my joke is based on, right? Because I'm, like, I'm thinking about it this morning, and I'm, like, brushing Chloe's hair in the bathroom, and I'm just thinking about it. And I'm, like, man, like, I'm so, like, Chloe and I, we're so happy right yeah. here, you know? And I'm so happy. And I was, you know, my apartment was trashed last night. Like, I was at that meeting for like five hours yesterday oh yeah so i was just and i haven't cleaned or done laundry or whatever right. single mom life but like i was like man i'm just i'm just like so happy with her mm-hmm. right now and like i don't feel like i have to pretend i don't feel like it's a facade at all right and then like uh i was thinking about like a couple that i know and you know you just like see them on their pictures and they just look so happy and you're like are they really that happy? Like, and then I'm like, is ultimate, like, is happiness really an achievable goal or will there always be that behind the scenes stuff? Or, you know, I just, I want to find that like divinity, like that, that well, ultimate I think, level love. Here's the thing. I, j- the happiness behind that photo is not really what's relevant, right? Because oftentimes when we're taking these photos, maybe we aren't super happy in that moment. Yeah. Maybe that, that, when they snap the, the you know, click the camera or whatever, maybe they're not super happy right then and there. But like to speak to all of our Christmas photos, that wasn't pretending, that wasn't playing, that wasn't putting photos out there to pretend like we were this happy little family. We actually were a happy family, but we were absolutely miserable in that moment because yeah. I was making everybody miserable on that day. On that day, right? So my, I guess my point is, I don't know that it's necessarily not a realistic um, or not a good representation of happiness because I do think people are happy. I really do. I maybe not happy in that moment when they're clicking the camera, but I do think people are happy. I also do think there's some something. Yeah. Or, yeah, or they're just they're trying to compare, um, or they want other people to think their life is better perfect. than it really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I do think a lot of people are happy too, genuinely. Yeah, I do. Yeah, of course, I'm you know I'm an optimist, so I just want to think that people are happy. Yeah, I've always been an optimist too, but I think I'm turning a little bit more into a skeptic. <laughs> are like, you? Are you? But really? are you really that happy? Are you? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's because when you look at pictures, like even just the ones that we take of ourselves and we go back and like the ones we, you are putting on, on Facebook, I'm putting on Facebook. I know how I felt in that moment. Right. And I was happy. It was, it was a great moment. I was feeling great and happy. And I wanted to take that picture not to make other people see how happy I am, but to to capture that moment so that I can remember how happy I am. Yeah, it's really more about that, and I don't know that that's not, not like, true. Or, yeah, or yeah. not common. Like right. I don't know that other people are out there just trying to make everybody. Yes, there is a lot of that, right? But I don't know. I think a lot of people take pictures too and put them on Facebook because we want to capture the moment and we want to have it forever. Yeah. We want it. And that's what I love about Facebook. I love memories. I love when they pop up. Yes. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was so much fun. I remember that day and it was so wonderful. Yeah. So I don't it's know. hard to remember like all of those moments. You know, you, you remember them once you see the photo. It's like capturing a moment yeah. in time, you know? But it's like, I, you know, I wouldn't have remembered holding Chloe in that rocking chair that I posted. You know what I That's mean? That's what's like, so beautiful yeah, about... It's the best part. 
pictures or even now social media that we can capture these beautiful moments where before we couldn't. And there was a really cool idea. Somebody had um, start a Facebook page for your infant. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you keep the password, it gets totally shut down. It's not something that you, yeah, it's, you private. it's private, yeah. but it's where you post pictures from their life. Like as you know, walking from when they're born all the way through whatever age you find appropriate. And then you give it to them. Like, as a gift. As like, as like a gift. And then they can go back and see all these wonderful moments. And I just thought that is such a great idea. That is a great idea. Yeah. I never would have thought of anything that creative. I know. But me neither. I still have boxes of photos from pre-social media days yeah. where you would, you know, actual film. Yeah. People know what that is. I like know. The, like film. That's what I have Remember like, inst- from high like school. Remember the instant cameras that we yeah. used to have to take to Walgreens or whatever to get? Well, I have that from high school and then I have it from, you know, when Sally was born, my first baby. So mm-hmm. I have like a lot of like actual physical tangible photos. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Tons. Which is crazy. And then you think about like, so my daughter's pregnant and about to have a baby. Michael will not have any actual photos outside of the ones they choose to frame in their home. Yeah. There won't be photos. It's all digital. photos, I guess, maybe, but... Better have a good hard drive. Yeah. No kidding. back it up. Man. (laughs) Well, because my, like, uh, you know, my computer that has all those digital photos from Sally, like, when she was born and, like, her dad bought her, like, a zero birthday cake and all that stuff. So Mm. it was like, yeah. So it was like all those, you know, they're on my computers when that computer dies. Like, I better get Get them in the cloud. Yeah. Get them in in the the cloud. cloud. (laughs) Then you don't have to worry about it. So what else is going on? Um, I don't don't know. I don't know. I've I've kind of like, I want to talk about this book, but I don't want to talk about it today. I I was going to ask you what you're reading because I just read the best book. So tell me, let's talk about that. I want to hear about, um, do you want to talk about it or no? What are you reading? So I am reading a book called Educated by Tara Westover. Okay. Tara is now, I want to say, like 30 years old, somewhere between 28 and 32. I'm, I can't remember how old she is. Okay. Her story is fascinating. If anybody um, is looking for a good read, man, I would go grab this. She was um, raised She is a, okay, raised with a, a Mormon family, and they lived in, like, literally in the backwoods in Idaho. Never went to school a day in her life. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, never. Not one time did she ever step foot in a uh, primary school high school, never. But by the time, and here's the other thing, when she was seven years old, um, I don't remember why they were looking for a birth certificate or some sort of proof of life, but she didn't have a birth certificate and her family couldn't even prove when she was born. And they didn't even know when she was born. They knew what month, they knew what year, but they did not know what day. And so isn't that incredible? So I take it that she never celebrated a birthday. Well, she celebrated like the week they, she said they would celebrate a different day, like every year. And so she was able to narrow it down between like the 23rd and the 25th of September, but they really never knew. And her grandmother had to go down and swear an affidavit in front of the court to even to say, yes, this child belongs to these people. I was there at the birth. This is the birthday, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So long story short, she decides, and she's the youngest of, I want to say seven kids. I can't remember exactly. It's either five or seven, but she's the youngest. (laughs) They're like, by seven, we just, you know. I mean, right. You got a 48-hour window. That's what you get for your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So she's uh, the youngest of all of these kiddos, and she decides that she wants to go to school. She's and, And her dad works in a junkyard, scrapping metal and that kind of thing. Kids are always getting hurt. They're homeopathic, so they don't, they don't believe in 
hospitals, vaccinations. vaccinations, doctors. Like, I mean, things, big, big stuff happens in this book this- that you'll read about and they never go to the doctor. The mom treats them all. And what's interesting is the mom actually has a business now called like Butterfly Something where she creates these tinctures and... Of course. Right? But Probably with like, uh, what are those called? Essential oils? Yes, yes. <laughs> but what's funny is as I'm reading the book and listening to all of the Did this ailments, not give you anxiety as you're reading this oh, at all? Oh my God, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm yes. like, <laughs> Totally. But as you're reading like all of the... Um, the experiences that she's gone through and her mom was able to like heal all of these things through her tinctures. It's like, yeah, I get like, it's, it's a little whack to not want to go to the doctor and it's crazy to not vaccinate your kids and all of that. But damn, she was able to treat some crazy stuff with her, her, um, herbs and stuff. Like that's kind of incredible. Like the dad practically blows himself up. Um, he's very irresponsible. And so he, and he puts the kids and himself into some really precarious predicaments by his like bad choices. And this one incident, he like blows himself up practically and still like serious burns and still does not go to the hospital. And the mom is able to, and he's kind of deformed. Actually. Why don't they go because of money? He believes, I can't remember the way that she describes it, but he believes the government has infiltrated um, medicine, education. Like he thinks the government's out to get him. So he's a conspiracy theorist. Yes, totally. So they would spend seasons canning food. They had lots of guns, lots of ammunition. They were waiting for the apocalypse, essentially, right? That's how she was raised. That like waiting for, they had backpacks packed, ready to head for the hills. Like a prepper. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, when she was like, I can't remember it's what it's funny age. how more like that's kind of a common theme. I don't know. I've some... I've known some Mormons and I've never known anybody cray cray like that. But no, I mean the like the shows and stuff like oh. the people who are prepping. It kind of... Oh right, yeah. yes, yes. Well, anyway, so she decides she's inquisitive. She's smart. Her parents did teach her to read. Thank God. So she wants to go to school. And I think she might have been like fifteen when she decides she wants to go to school. And one of her older brothers said, "We can sh- we can say that we're homeschooled." So you, all you got to do is pass the ACT and you can actually apply for college. So long story short, when she's 17 years old, she gets into BYU, self-studies, goes and buys a, a calculus book and teaches herself math, buys an ACT book and teaches herself how to pass that test. She gets in BYU. She struggles the first year because she'd never been in school. She didn't really know. She had to study from the perspective of reading and kind of figuring things out. Oh, and here's something funny. When she's in her first semester of college, there was a word that she wasn't familiar with. She had never heard about it. And she, you know, people were raising their hands and asking questions. And so she raises her hand and she's like, well, I don't recognize this word. Well, it was Holocaust. And she's like, everybody just turned and looked at her and stared and like got silent. She's like, you could have heard a pin drop. They thought I was like making fun. Like it wasn't even like a legitimate question. She thought, they thought that, right? So long story short, I've said that four times, making a very long story. She, <laughs> she winds up graduating from BYU with a scholarship. She got a scholarship that second year and beyond. She went to Cambridge and got her master's degree. Um, so was in, in Europe. And then she came back and was going to go to Harvard and then decided to go back to Cambridge for her PhD. And then she just wrote this bestseller. Wow. And this is a woman who never went to school a day in her life until she was in college. That's amazing. It's phenomenal, fascinating. Like, I could not put it down. Could not put it down. And what's it called again? Educated. Tara Westover. 
And now it's like, well, why would you read it? Because I just told you everything. But it's I would read it. So good. Because I want to hear the story. And she's a great, um, she's a great author. She's a great writer. She really brings you in as yeah. you're listening to her tell the stories. You literally can envision it. I mean, even just from your summation, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah. So good. I'm in it. I'm it like, is, what? It is one of my favorite books I think I've read this year. And I've read a lot. Yeah. What What month is this? December? You've read 400 books already. Actually, you know what? I haven't um, <laughs> this month. I, I Well, in the last like four weeks or so, I haven't read as many as I usually do. Um, yeah, you've been busy. It has been a little bit busy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it I'm has frantic. been. I know. And I'm like, I do want to talk a little bit about like the one book that we read. Did we, did you read, did you finish that book? The choice, choice theory? No, the, uh, a man's guide to women. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I mean, I we think I actually, totally, I did finish. Um, and I'm 91% on choice theory. I'm, I'm reading brave new world right now. And I'm also reading, uh, Oh, you know what we should. <gasps> yes. Yes. What? I already got it. I already got it. I can't wait Shut to read up. it. How do you get out of my brain, Shapiro? No, I love. I can't wait. What's it called? Um, don't say it because I want to say it to you, and okay, then you I tell want me. You, to say it. you tell me if this is it. Um, I have to find it because I just got it. Hold on. Can't hurt me. No. Is that what you were gonna say? No. What's that? Oh, the David Goggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, girl, stop apologizing, but we need to get that too. We need to review that book on the podcast. Oh, that's what's her face. Yeah, from like wash, girl, your, wash face. your face. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So David Goggins' book, yes, can't hurt me. So um, he was on da- uh, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, like last year for okay. the first time, and he talked about like basically the mental fortitude that he has when it comes to pretty much anything. So he was. Um, he went into the military. No, he was fat and uh, like working as a exterminator for a living, and like just got really fat. And then he joined the military and he lost all the weight. And then how do you get in the military fat? So he had to lose weight to get, get into it. the military. Yeah. Right. So he lost weight after doing that, and then he gets into the military. Then he gets fat again. Oh. And then he wants to become a seal. So he's got to lose, you know, even more. Yeah, 130 pounds at this point. So he was fat, got skinny, got fat again, then had to get skinny again. And this is somebody that runs, that has ran, so eight weeks in a row, he ran 100 mile races. So he ran 800 miles in eight weeks. I can't even run a mile. Dude, talk about some, like, some no frills, no BS, like, really hard get to your core motivation. I mean, when I heard him on the on the podcast the first time, I was like, this guy is going to change the world. And then he comes out with this book, right? And he came on to the podcast again and started talking about his book and talking about everything that he went through. And it basically, it's just a story, right. right? And I mean, just, and then he worked out with this other guy, Cameron Haynes, who's also someone who runs ultra marathons. The last race that he ran was 240 miles yeah, in like three days, I think, or something. It's basically just running yeah for like three days until you hit 240 Mm. which is in moab utah and it's just like granted i understand that these are men but like as someone who's like i don't i don't necessarily consider myself an athlete but i train i would say you are an athlete you're athletic i'm athletic but like i'm not you know i don't play sport you know no now now but you know what i mean like i consider something like i'm you know i'm not in the nfl or something but i I train a time in my life that i was an athlete right right or athletic yeah or any of these things but yeah but it's like it's not even just i mean that's basically what he says too it's like it's not even just about like the workout part of it it's the mentality yes like he just says like he doesn't say it cameron says this 
Cameron Haynes, which is also another guy, you know, whatever that I just mentioned. But, you know, Cameron says, like, uh, nobody cares, work harder. Mm, right. And then, like, David Goggins just comes in and he's like, just, you know, pick yourself up. Right. Go run. He's like, and he was like, I do not take days off. Well. And I was like, man, that's what's up. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, that's you, right? That's me. Like, and that's, that's the crazy thing is, like, you know, even before this podcast, we were having a conversation. And you're like, you know, you have to kind of, like, scale back or you have to do whatever. And, like, yes, I have to make sure that I'm focusing my energies on the right things. But I don't know how to scale back. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to not go full force all the time. But especially with, like, working out and training, like, if I don't, if I don't work out, I'm not me. Like, I'm not my person. Yeah. And that's, like, it, it doesn't even really have anything to do with, like, my body. And that's what David Goggins was saying, too. He was, like, my body is a side of, oh, this is what he was saying. This, oh, it was so good. The way that he put working out, he's, like, guys, I work out to calm my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much stuff going on in my head that if I don't work out, then, like, it's it's not going to be pretty. It's yeah. going to be ugly. He's like, you know, when I was young, he's like, I grew up in a house where my dad beat the shit out of my mom. He's like, it was a very abusive situation. My dad was a pimp. He, like, brought girls home, and he was selling girls and drugs in front of me and my brothers and sisters. And he's like, there's just a lot of shit there. And he's like, I understand that that's my past, but I don't know how to stop yeah. that, like, all of that. So I have to work. He's like, I don't take days off. He's like, I literally go every day. He's like, I will take, like, uh less intense days like mm -hmm. for me like uh when i don't have chloe i like to do yoga on sunday mornings because it's still a workout but it's not like you know lifting intense. weights right i mean it's still intense but it's not like um, yeah you know impact no i don't think hot yoga is intense necessarily you don't think that's intense no i love it i mean i love it i miss it i used to do it every day well not every day four times a week and i i kind of miss it dude you know what i want to hear about um because we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. Your, the kinetic experience. So we had on episode 18, I believe a guy named Abe, um, N what Nadimi. Yeah. And he had, he owns a company kinetic experience or theory. The, okay. Yeah. The kinetic, the kinetic experience experience. But before so I, before me, we move on from that, though, yeah. I want to say one more thing. Like the, like what he was talking about, like not taking days off and stuff. He's like, my days off is like a six mile run. <laughs> okay six mile run but he was but that's why i want to read this book is because it's like like i downloaded it or whatever but it just shows like the mentality and i like i can't wait for you to read it because you're gonna be like you will love it you're gonna understand me so much more yeah. after you read this book because it's like all of the things that are going through in my going through my head all the time like these feelings of inadequacy or these feelings of like um just like I don't know, everything, like the crazy, this is, that's why, like you were saying before the podcast, you're like, can you just take, can you go to the gym four days a week? I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. And literally it was like an instant answer because I fucking can't. Like that's, it, that's so funny. Like I am so protective. Well, you've actually been like frustrated with me before because one thing I do, even at the expense of, um, changing plans, I am very protective of my sanity. I'm very protective. And I learned that years ago. I, and, and so sometimes I do overcommit and then I'm like, I need to recharge. I am feeling like if I've had a lot of events or a lot of things on my plate yeah, man. and I've had to be on, but you're all, but you like that where I can't, I can't, I hit a wall and I'm like, I've got to be alone. I need to regroup. I need to recharge or I'm not good for 
anybody yeah. like this upcoming week, but you're able to just kind of power through and, and do well, that. I think, so I think we're the only thing is we're different. So I think if you ever, if you like, there was something that I read today that said, if men and women don't start being really honest with each other and laying out all of their baggage and all of the things that make them tick and all of these things, we're just going to continue in this cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. So like when you cancel, right. Mm-hmm. For the podcast, if you would tell me, Hey, like I'm feeling really spent or, or um, like ex- mentally exhausted, like people exhausted. I'm yeah. exhausted of people. Right. I need a break instead of like, Oh, I just kind of don't like want to today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just tell me, just be like, Hey, like my brain is not going to work. I'm not going to be at a hundred percent. So yeah. let's move this. Right. And that's like, that's, that's what like you preserving your time and your me time. And, and basically that's what you're saying and, and canceling mm-hmm. or whatever. That's my gym time. Like yeah. that's how I recharge. And I've gotten to the point now where, you know, I, it just depends on the day, which I never understood this before either. Where like a lot, you know, some guys at the gym, you know, they, you could tell that they're like working through something, mm-hmm. right. Or that they're like in the zone and they're like, don't talk to me, bro. Like I'm fucking working out, you know, but that's how I get now too, because I'm like, I used to have a, a workout partner and I'm like, like now I'm like, okay, I, I can't do this today because I need you to, I need you to stop talking and mm-hmm. I need you to work out. Cause that's right. what I'm here for. I have to do this. I have to work through like gym. The gym is my therapy. And that's what he says in this book. And I can't like, I just can't wait. We're going to do a book review on this and I can't wait because like, you'll understand that the reason why I can't let go of that is because there's so many other pieces of my life that are going on like even not just like with things that I'm trying to be incorporated with but like relationships that I have with like my family or whatever that I have to like work through and go through that barbell therapy to to be okay like the gym is my okay place yeah the gym is my safe place so that's why I can't like even today I went today Mm -hmm. and I can't not go and I even like I was running on the treadmill today and I seriously felt like <laughs> I seriously felt like Rocky and I and I wrote Rocky Marciano on my on my social media and a lot of people will probably think, "Well, did you mean Rocky Balboa?" and I'm like, "No." Like I felt like the original, the OG, the fighter, the one who's like running down the street in Converse and sweats because I was running on the treadmill and I was just like, "Man, I'm just in the zone and this is just like I'm getting like runner's high and all that stuff." And then after that, I'm like, "All right, I'm good." Like I can take anything. I can take everything, especially like with all the stuff that's going on in my life. And it's just like, that's like talking to people is cathartic for me, but like, I can't, I can't not do that. Yeah. I, I, and I, God, it sounds awful to me. I know. Like getting on the treadmill and running sounds like, what did I do wrong? Like, why Why am am I being being punished? punished? (laughs) Why am I punishing myself? I don't even understand. What did I? Why are you so mad? How do I make it stop? (laughs) (laughs) I am just the opposite. So now tell me about Abe. Like, what's going on with that? Okay, so what's going on with that is okay, it is so awesome. Yeah? It is so awesome. So basically. Okay, so the Abe thing. Well, yeah, and we're back. Know. We have a we have a little guest. We have a mini podcast. Yeah, we had a little break, <laughs> and now we're back. Yeah, say hello, Chloe. Can you say hello? Hello. Okay. Okay. So, um, so actually, Chloe was with me yesterday, and Chloe, you can tell us about your experience if you want to at um, Industrious in Dallas yesterday. Do you want to tell me about that? Uh huh. Okay. 
talk in the microphone. So what did you do yesterday? Were you playing with Janica's daughter yesterday? Who's Janica? Talk into the microphone, please. There you go. Who's Janica? Yeah. Remember the girl you were playing with yesterday in the office? You guys were running around and playing hide and seek, and you were doing all these things. Remember yesterday? Oh, yeah. Talk into the microphone. There you go. Say, oh, yeah, Mom. Oh, yeah, Mom. <laughs> so anyway, it's, um, it's called the Kinetic Experience, and it's a group of us, a group of entrepreneurs who are working towards a common goal, right? And Abe has seen... So you're like on scholarship or like... Right. What, what's kind of right. like... So I, I'm no, not, I would assume it's kind of expensive. I'm not paying for it because Abe has seen the potential in the group of people that he has with him right now. And we all have different like uh, skills okay. or, or we all bring something else to the table, right? So there's, there's a guy who is a published author who does public speaking, who's also in sales. Okay. There's a girl who works, has, has a full-time job in marketing. And she's doing the marketing for the kinetic experience, which she's kind of like doing like an internship, right? Mm -hmm. So it's unpaid, but she is working and she's doing work on behalf of this in exchange for assistance with her own personal business. Okay. Right? So like I am the fitness person or the health person or whatever. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's another guy, Gabe, who is a college student who has turned down. That's so amazing, Glow, who has turned down three jobs. Yeah. Like literally turned them down because he wants to be an entrepreneur and he doesn't hey, know. Hey, Chloe, we're recording a podcast right now. So if you want to speak, you need to speak into the microphone. If not, I need you to be quiet. Okay. So, um, Gabe has turned down three job offers because he's like, I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I just don't know what that is yet. But I, I know that I don't want to go the route of corporate America. And he's so, so, so intelligent. Yeah. So well put, like well spoken. I mean, when he speaks in the room, literally I told Abe, I was like, Abe, you should probably just stop talking and like talk all the time because it's so good. Right. Okay, y'all. So we lost about five minutes due to a technical difficulty so sorry, but we're, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it because it's been kind of one of those um, one of those days. <laughs> but we um, ask for your forgiveness. Thanks for listening thus far. Um, do check out our website, BigGirlPantsPod.com. All of our social media is there as well. And please um, like and review us. Maybe not on this particular episode, yeah, right. but check out some others, y'all, if you just stumble across this one first. We're so glad you're here. Um, we've got a lot of great guests coming Um, some really cool people throughout January and February um, and now into March. So stay tuned. We're really happy you're here with us. Bye. Bye.